Hello, now we are going to comment on the latest articles published on the uh, PHP classes site blog and um, this month probably because it was shorter there are not as many as in the past there are only three but let's take a look at them hmm. why I'm listening to myself I don't know again oh it's the, the streaming that started somewhere here uh, it was in another window. Anyway, get back to the topic. Just sharing the screen here. Uh, the first article, let me put on the front screen so you, we, we can, who can... We can actually see the article. Uh, and the screen is here. So the first article that I'm going to comment is one that I talks just, about. We don't the, see a screen. Yes, because I'm still. It's it's a it's video. a little grid button with the text. What was it? Ah, oh, screen share. Where did Compartilar? No. Uh, yeah, because I took I I took the the language from the URL, so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> to deal with that. Uh, my Brazilian anyway, was, was my Portuguese was so bad, so you you disabled it, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Well, um, let me. I was logged in, but it didn't assume I was logged in, so I reloaded. Over here, it's an article that compares um, using MySQL, MySQL I, and PDO. Uh, in PHP in terms of performance, the differences, uh, security matters, and uh, there are a list of packages also for different purposes like uh, wrappers and the ORM packages. So this article was written by Asim Hamad uh, Basil from, from uh, Pakistan and the article is uh, split in several uh, parts. And it was written because people are, uh, because of PHP 7 uh, that uh, discontinued the MySQL extension, people are looking for alternatives. So they either migrate to PDO or the MySQL I. And uh, this article tells about the differences, uh, how it is like to connect with the, each one. Uh, how it is uh, taking advantage of prepared statements to achieve more security by avoiding SQL injection attacks, and also the difference in performance. There are some details that you should be aware of because when you use native uh, prepared statements, uh, just the, the prepare call, it's a round trip to the server. Um, Without executing so, the query, right? Yeah, uh, so you need to send a prepare um, statement. So prepare statements in reality were not meant for security purposes. That's one site uh, application. It was it were meant for to minimize the, the trans transfer of uh, data during the execution of the same query multiple times. So if you want to do many inserts, you just prepare the, the statement 
and uh, you execute the prepare statement multiple times as transferring the, the, the values of the query, not the whole query. Makes sense. Uh, however, because of uh, uh, SQL injection um, problems that some people uh, run to because they were not es escaping the values, uh, prepare statements were start being preached as a way to protect you from from uh, SQL injections, but that is not re in reality the, its main purpose. And you can actually uh, escape the values of, uh, of the, the, for instance, string literals that you have to put on the query, and you can achieve more performance if you are not going to run the a query more than once, because you avoid the call to do the pre prepared statement. But that is on uh, when you are using native prepared statements, prepared statements supported by the, the database server. For PDO, initially it started supporting emulating a prepared statements, so the purpose was more to protect against uh, eventual exploits. However, uh, that was not really the purpose of, of the prepared statements. Uh, so they realized that when you are using emulated prepared statements, it will be faster than not using the native prepared statements. Why? Because that, there is that round trip. So that is one detail that may make a difference. So if you want to actually run multiple queries to, uh, to a database server, uh, and those queries are different, not the, the variant of the same. Uh, uh, emulating prepared statements uh, ends up being faster, or in reality, inserting values that are escaped. They are already escaped. So that is uh, why if you run, uh, for instance, uh, uh, MySQL with uh, emulated prepared statements it may end up being faster than MySQL high. But that is not quite true when you uh, you use um, escaped values uh, in, in the query instead of prepared, uh, emulated prepared statements. So in terms of performance, MySQL high is marginally better uh, than using PDO. Because PDO is mostly a wrapper around other things. And uh, MySQL I is the actual uh, ex extension developed by the MySQL team, uh, currently for, uh, from Oracle, that uh, know better MySQL and know better how to call it to take advantage of the different uh, native features that influence performance. Anyway, uh, uh, other things that are uh, mentioned in this article, converting MySQL applications to SPDO or MySQL I, it talks about uh, a couple of packages that exist and you can uh, migrate your code and use it as is uh, um, uh, still calling the MySQL functions, but they are emulated by MySQL I or PDO. There are a couple of packages that can do that. And then there is a section about package recommendations uh, that use PDO or MySQL I. So that is basically what this article is about. Lots of types of recommendations. 
And finally, there is a recommendation of what to use in a new project. So it basically tells about the, the slight difference in performance and also about the portability of code when you use PDO. Okay, but this article that I think that is all, uh, Arthur's. What is the other article that you wanted to comment? Yes, let me compartilar my screen. <laughs> um, I think it was this one. Okay, so I want to come on, on tutorial on how to control an Android app or tablet using PHP web server or command line with Thermox app. So I think when I was going in university, maybe first, maybe second year, uh, one of my friends got a new phone, Nokia N series, which ran MyMO Linux operating system. And first thing, first cool thing he did with it was to run PHP on it and uh, even start a web server and could code PHP and do some stuff interesting. It was pretty cool. And basically this article can allow you to do something similar uh, on any Android phone. Uh, I don't think iOS is uh, supported yet. I don't think it is, but probably it won't be because it don't have such access, but Android is. So uh, there is a Thermox app available on Google uh, App Store. I think I already installed it just because of, of such commands as SSH and stuff like that, that I could use uh, at work too. Uh, and uh, as some additions. So additionally, you need to download, uh, I think, yeah, we will have a Thermox API uh, package. And it provides uh, some methods to access information about your device, like uh, specified here. And so, it shows you, then you need, you can use the regular Linux commands, the Debian ones, apt. Oh, it's not up yet, it's apt. Okay, so it's something specific more. Uh, apt install Thermux API PHP, and uh, then uh, it asks you to do some other setup, and then you can run PHP files like this, so you can write scripts in PHP and run them uh, to monitor the stuff that API has access to this and stuff like that. Uh, and you can also run it, it as a web server, so it could actually get access to API. And I don't know if you can open it to the outside and access it from the other devices, probably it requires uh, root, uh, root permissions and stuff like that. No, Even... actually, actually, this is interesting because they managed to provide an environment that emulates a machine, you don't have need to have root permissions. No, you, you, just have need to, no, you just need to have that application installed. Um, probably this is not really root; it's some change root, uh, or I don't know. It's something magic that happens there. But I actually tried and uh, installed that application and could run PHP on nice. the on the Android. It, this so is just for Android. So yeah, yeah. So you can write the PHP application and access API from other devices to check if something is new, like you have new SMS on your yeah. phone and stuff like that. Basically, awesome. you can write native applications uh, <laughs> uh, in PHP. Well, I don't know if you can call it native because you no. still need to, the 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 the, the Thermos. Thermos app install. But 
well, if you want to do some, some something quick uh, in PHP, you don't have to go all the trouble of creating a, a native app or even a yeah. hybrid uh, application. And this is pretty cool. Yeah, it is. So yeah, if you want need something like some similar functionality or just want to play with it, check out the article and uh, yeah, it should it should be possible and great to have. Okay. Yeah. So the last article that I would like to comment, if I can share the screen again. Uh, for some reason, there I am talking again. I did not you're, ask. But you're, you're not compartilaring the screen. <laughs> yes, but uh, for some reason, some videos start playing here. I didn't ask. What, what video? What are you talking uh, about? I have, I have the, the previous streaming. Anyway. Oh, OK. Uh, uh, I would like to, to, to comment this article that is about um, security plugins for WordPress. It seems lots of people are uh, somewhat not very well protected because WordPress is a target of many security attacks. So uh, I'm going to show this article here. We already see it. Yes, but for some reason, it, it doesn't seem to believe that I'm, I'm locked. Anyway, uh, the article is about, um, it was written by Asim Hamad Bazou from uh, Pakistan again, and he re has written an article uh, about um, different security plugins. Um, I was not aware there were so many security plugins. It's in most of them have commercial versions, which means that this is a professional market. It's not just one plugin written by one guy that is having fun at it. It's actually a serious market. There are many companies, uh, security companies, WordPress plugins, because as I said, WordPress is a target of many security attacks. And they have uh, lots of plugins that do many things. There is a list of uh, plugins here. And in the end, there is a service that uh, it's not exactly a plugin, but you can use it for instance if you have problems and in WordPress you cannot solve uh, either because you don't know or because you don't have much patience. Uh, you can use this plugin to do many things, including security services. And then there is a, a, a comparison side by side between uh, WordPress security plugins in many aspects. One is about uh, user login security. There are several features that it, it covers. And then it tells which plugins support which features or not. Then there is the database security, uh, file system security, and external access features. And uh, then uh, there is a section on which it, tell, it tells what WordPress security plugin you should choose. It basically doesn't appoint a specific uh, plugin. It just tells you which are the, the most important features and why. So you can evaluate according to your needs if, if you run WordPress, of course. If you don't run WordPress, this article is not very interesting. It just 
mentions about things about security and how your WordPress installation may be vulnerable or not. Uh, finally, there are some advice this is here. Uh, specifically to do not not wait until a security a attack happens because WordPress is, is, is a, has been a, a, a recurring uh, target of security problem uh, attacks and it uh, also mentions that there are other security plugins and services and this this article is a live article it will be updated with to include more information about other plugins that may appear and also services uh, and uh, once uh, um, the, there is information about the, those plugins you can um, contact to learn more about this so if you are running wordpress this may be a very interesting article because uh, sooner or later you may have security problems uh, even if you are the best uh, developer that understands a lot about security. If you use WordPress, you are practically in the hands of whoever written the code of the WordPress and also the plugins that you may be using. So it's an option for you to uh, consider uh, evaluating these plugins. Many of them are free in their basis and then they have uh, premium versions or premium services because those are provided by companies and there is also this WP buffs which is a service that you can try for free during 30 days in case you have trouble uh, well I think that's basically it about this article and with this you practically ended this uh, I, I just want, want to to, to uh, say one thing that was so astonished by, by that Termux article that I forgot to mention that it was written by Luis Martinez Lua from Peru Oh, yes. Actually, he has written a package, and that article is about a package yeah. wrapped around that um, Thermox API. Makes sense. So, with this, we are basically done here. Uh, on my behalf, that is all for now. Bye. Bye.